1: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more, and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast, and I am your host, Dawn Day, here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, Welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun of my name. My name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. I want to encourage you to dream big. Like, you got to dream big. I woke up one day. I hit my J. And I was on the computer. And I don't know if I ever told you, but angel numbers stand out to me. And I was paying off, um, paying something on the credit card bill. And the amount that I owed was exactly two, two, two. Immediately, I broke into tears. Not because I was sad or anything. Not because I'm looking at my account. It was more so because... I know that's God talking to me. I know that that's the universe, the realm speaking to me. And then the thoughts of exceedingly and beyond. And I'm just looking around. I say, God, you wouldn't have given me this vision, this passion on my heart if it's not going to come to pass. God doesn't tease to take away. God isn't slow to keep his promise. It's just that us as a people, we have to understand our patience and understand the importance of timing, but also understand the importance of dreaming big. Now, I'm not sure if you believe in God or whatever it is that you believe in, but as far as me believing in God and God promised exceedingly and beyond. So if I'm dreaming big about something, right? That sounds insane. Like I, I tell everybody, I'm going to be bigger an Oprah. Watch to many It sounds insane, right? It sounds mind-blowing, right? If I can fathom to imagine that, my God said exceedingly and beyond, far more than what you could ever imagine, what are you dreaming for with your life? We don't have time to play small. We are all special offers here for a limited time. So if I can dream this big, right? And I think that it could be this amazing. God says exceedingly and beyond that were as uncomprehensible. It also reminded me at that time to say, It's time to get out the way, Dawn. You know this frustration. You know how we get irritated because we're like, oh, it's not happening now. When is it going to happen? When is it my turn? When is it somebody going to give me something? Well, you ask for a godly thing, right? (laughs) You ask for exceedingly and beyond, right? Who do you think that you are to figure out how God is going to fulfill the promise on your life when the promise was just simply to dream big? The promise was simply to trust. The promise was simply to state peace be still. Are you robbing yourself of your peace? Are you shortchanging yourself of your joy? I want you to dream big. Because God said exceedingly and beyond. Far more than what you could ever imagine. It's yours for the asking. Catch it. Get your vitamin D right here with me, and get excited about your life. Tell me something good. Oh, hello, Marianne. Tell me that you like it. Here, you take it off. Are you it's just me and you in here. Take it off.
3: Are you live or, huh? or something? We're live. You're on.
2: <laughs> you thought it was about to be just a go? No, we're on. <laughs> Do you see how much we've upgraded? Do you remember the first time? You can take off yeah. the take off the full mask. Yeah. Put on the headphones. Put on the headphones. So you can or are you What are you why are you whispering? You you just talk how you're talking with What? You put me in the spot. That's the way life is. You can't wait to show up for life. You just show up. This looks amazing. Listen, do you remember the first studio? We were at it. Come to the microphone. You are a testament to my dreams. Do you understand that? When I post this up and when I put the picture, people are going to see me at Accelerated Radio. Plus seven plus years later. I don't even know how long. Mind you, the same time that, get this. So you remember how long that goal was that way? Jeremiah, who's running the board just let you upstairs? Yeah. He was an intern there and working the board there.
3: Oh, interesting.
2: And then fast forward. Remember, we were an online station and I'm sitting here with Premier Networks under IR Media. What? Don't tell me it's not possible, right? What you say? Maria? what can we not do? What can we not have? I mean, take you for example. You came all the way from Slovenia and came to America. I'm just saying for somebody that doesn't know it's possible. Just if somebody said, I don't know how I'm going to get there. Do you understand that your story in itself? Like I talk all this smack. I shouldn't say smack. I'll tell somebody I'm from Detroit. I I went to Howard. So I went to DC, lived in New York and then came to California. That's all in one continent. Or is it? No, because North America is Mexico too. Okay. One country. Yeah. You came from another continent. What, <laughs> Mar- Marianne? Come on, can you help save somebody <laughs> so today? Can you sign yeah, up? Can you? But listen, do you understand just you sharing your story? What that can do for somebody? Wait a minute. I don't know if I you want to go there. story
3: happened like unexpected. What it you wasn't, mean? Like, planned out. Like it unexpectedly happened. That transition from Europe to here.
2: Oh, you didn't. And plan? then everything
3: that. Well, not really.
2: Wait, what happened? This is like kind of my life. Wait, what? So, wait, how did you end up here? I thought you wanted to come to the States.
3: Uh, Well, no, the opportunity presented to go like to work for a year and travel. So, it was like meant to be like that. But then I made, you know, now 15 years later, it's a whole different story.
2: Did you know anybody? It's a different
3: life. No.
2: Wait a minute. You came to the U.S. not knowing anybody? Did you, you speak English? No,
3: I knew uh, the family I'm going to go work for to take care of their kids as an au pair.
2: Oh, so you, you came know. to the States as an au pair? Yeah. And if somebody doesn't the know what au pair... first time that's meeting them was
3: here because at that time wasn't like... Comput- we, saw, we had like a little video chat recorded. Like, but just once before I got here.
2: You risked everything on a video chat?
3: Well, it was through agency and, you know, there were... Uh, probably checked out and everything, you know, it was a process that lasted a couple of months, so...
2: I mean, that's not bad, but... It was bad, like but just
3: like that, but yeah.
2: But pretty you still much. took a chance. Pretty much, yeah. You went to a whole other country and did you, when did you learn English? While you were out here? Like,
3: basically here, mostly. I had like a little basic knowledge before from like school and stuff, but it wasn't much.
2: Were you scared?
3: Um, no, like more... Not scared. Just excited to see like something new, to to have a new experience. I was just going for experience and I always felt like if it's going to be bad, I can always pack my stuff and go back home. Hey. And then, you know, go back to the same what I know.
2: Hey. You know, oh, I feel it on that because that's why I'm like, you got to step into a new thing. And that's yeah. why you got to take a chance because you already knew what was back there. It was only to create something new. Yeah.
3: And you know, now that I think back just right now, in this moment, I'm thinking, I think I wasn't, uh, you know, because it wasn't planned and it wasn't, like, organized and it just, like, happened fast and spontaneously. I didn't have time to feel the fear. Oh. You know, just now I'm, like, thinking about it. I was just going for this new adventure. Amen. You know, and I think that's kind of of how it works because when you, like, plan things too much, like, you know, like, in some occasions, then you start, like, I personally, it happens, like, then you start, like, getting scared or you know overthinking, overthinking seeing like the hurdles you're going to have to go through and like oh my gosh do I really want to do that and so i think it's kind of good to just go head on and just go for it and like, just see what happens go out usually to... good stuff comes out of it like or at you're... least some growth if nothing else at least okay. some growth and a new experience
2: and growth lets you know that you're yeah. alive and when you yes. say an experience, it reminds me of my former barber friend, confidant, the homie, Louis T. Powell. He says mm-hmm. the journey is the experience and the experience is the journey. And like you said, when we get down to the point where we're trying to plan something, we're trying to plan an end destination. And when you mm-hmm. think about it, life is the journey. That's the mm-hmm. experience, right?
3: Mm-hmm. For sure. So you said, I didn't
2: even have time to be scared. You just said, I just did it. Yeah. Do you regret it?
3: No. Was it the best
2: seven. decision of your life?
3: I'm pretty sure.
2: What do you mean sure. by that? It was
3: like the wildest. Because I would never have opportunity to to have the, all these experiences that I, and adventures and stuff that I've had and all the things that I've learned and people that I've met. I would never have the chance of staying there in my you little village. You wouldn't me. Yeah, and I wouldn't. <laughs> I would we'd probably not have met you, but who knows, you know, we're, like kind of life is crazy. And the world is like really small when you think about it. Mm
2: -hmm. And especially someone like you, you have pretty much traveled the whole dang on world. You know, you talked to me about it, but you had talked about recently how you put a a video and you Mm -hmm. talked about in your home country about what happened to you. And you said so many people have reached out to you to say thank you for sharing your story. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what happened?
3: The thing was I grew up in like a small conservative village, you know, very religious, um, Catholics,
2: Now, Marianne, you gonna be so? I grew
3: up gay, and then moved to America, and I was being uh, pretty openly gay since like I'm 21. So I felt like just going back home and you know revisiting my childhood and my my hometown and my country. I've noticed, you know, there's not much talk about it. That things hasn't changed. People are still struggling. People are still hiding. Um, People are still putting you know uh, LGBTQ community to shame, and you know.
2: Are people fearful um, of their lives?
3: Well, there's like rises in suicide because people are of, of the shame, and you know, people don't want to come out, and they're scared what's gonna happen. They're gonna have no, you know, family or friends uh, to support them anymore. So it's I I think it's pretty serious matter. Was that um,
2: what? Did your family and your friends support you?
3: Um, not at first. My family didn't. Uh, my friends were. I guess Do you want to talk about what happened with your family? I know just, what happened. But I, a lot. But
2: I, I, I didn't, that's it's what I'm saying. I know lot. we talked about vulnerability. And I know your story was very impactful to you. And mm-hmm. I didn't know whether or not... Because I would love for you to share. But if you don't feel comfortable oh, yeah. with sharing. No, because I felt like... What's your father? What's mm-hmm. your family? What's your... You, whatever. I felt
3: like I have some... I can bring some knowledge to it. Some experience. And hopefully, maybe somebody will find something for themselves to learn from it. Or maybe free somebody of... The notion that you know you have to live for others and you have to please your family or others and hide yourself in your life and not be f- free and truly yourself for sake of you know what may have what may happen um, and I just seen like I you know I've been meeting guys and girls in Slovenia that were like uh, LGBT and you know they were struggling and I felt like so s- sad for them uh, and just seeing that like how much they would like to be, you know, as free with themselves as I was. And I felt like it's important to talk about it, to bring that conversation to the table and say it like it is without shame, but but also explaining the background of what happens when you free yourself Mm. and what comes out of it. And uh, So
2: before you were able to free yourself, what was it like growing up gay in Slovenia?
3: It was tough. It was tough because I was like, I was, I had like a split personality, basically. And you know, when you, when you live with a split personality kind of thing, when you have like two different masks on, one for the public and family and one you're hiding for yourself, it's a deep secret. Um, I think it creates you a little bit uh, like almost like bipolar. Like, you know, you live with two personalities on a daily basis, day in, day out. it After many years, it can leave a, a mark on you, you know, it's stressful. It's hard, it's painful, and um, so for me, I think that mess, pretending mess just got too heavy. Like, I couldn't fake it anymore.
2: So what was it like Uh, growing up in your house?
3: So growing up was like, well, for the most part, nobody knew secrets, but uh, grew up with an abusive dad um, was not easy. And then when that came into play, you know, my gayness, my my sexuality, that uh, not my gayness, just my sexuality, um that became really Wait, like why did you it, why did you differentiate really between
2: gayness and sexuality
3: because i don't think there's like such thing like gayness you, you know mm-hmm. like you're gay but it's like you're it's your it's sexuality you're just attracted to the same sex or you know you love who you love uh so i don't even want to like label it anyway um and the word gay in british english actually means happy, happy. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: um so, it's just, you know, with terms of your sexuality, and... um
2: So, when you say your father something was they abusive, knew about, he was they abusive understood. because you were gay?
3: You know what? I thought for 30... I had time, 38 years, to, to, to try to figure out why my father was so abusive, why he was physically abusive, he was a drunk. I realized, first of all, he was a hurt man. He didn't know different. And second, I think he might have had, wanted to beat out he thought that he'd be able to beat out the, the excitement for life that I had. Like I was always I was always doing doing my thing. I was always like, what I want, I'm gonna go and get it. Yeah. But not by crossing others, like by being nice and everybody to others still, but just I, I really want this for myself. And I would go and I think he He almost couldn't like he couldn't see me like shine and you know I do feel that I think my shine was like maybe too much for him or was like reminding him of some failures or some things that he didn't have and almost one like that's what I feel like um, and for somebody that is hurt that's very like kind of typical that's what hurt people do they try to hurt other people to feel uh, you know comfortable with them because there's now their level their environment where they feel more comfortable and um but yeah, he was just...
2: So you know, what, a So when man. you say that, and, and just because you told me that you put up this video mm-hmm. and you shared your experience. Mm-hmm. You said it got so much that you couldn't even get on Facebook because all of the requests are going in.
3: Yeah, I want to know, what
2: did you say? It was so
3: intense. Everybody like
2: is sitting here and saying, what did he sleep. say for his entire country to reach out to him on Facebook? You simply Basically. said, hey, I'm gay. My Dad was abusive, and now I'm free. What did you say?
3: I've well, what I basically told is kind of in a nutshell, what happened? And what happened? What happened on like a last day when I was leaving, for example, my country and was going to America and was partially because of my situation at home, my relationship with my dad, just life just became kind of unbearable there. And I didn't see myself mm-hmm. doing things and experience things that I did that my heart desired. And I was like, I just took a leap of faith. And when I answered this uh, advertisement for like going to America. So on a day that I went. um So when I came out, they'd kick me out. You know, my father and I never like were able to mend our like differences. So when I left my you know I started the story, and I knew if I start a story with this, it's gonna at least brings people like bring people in and like bring some attention to the whole thing because what well, it was like one of kind of like the worst moments that transpired. What was that? but it was also kind of a reflection of my relationship at that time with my family. So I'm saying goodbye to my family, and my mom was crying, you know, letting her son uh, go and Uh, You know, it was, like, worrisome and hard for her, for me to go to America, to some, like, strange country in the strange, you know, in the faraway land, whatever. Uh, It was probably, like, huge and overwhelming for her. So my dad, my dad said he didn't want to hug me or anything. He just said, "Um, I hope you get AIDS or and die or, like, somebody goes and shoots you in the head.
2: Wait, what? Because you wanted to leave?
3: As a good, like... I was leaving, I was like on the way to the airport and that was like kind of his last last words to me at that time. Um, So that kind of broke my heart for a minute and then I was like, well, I'm not surprised, you know, you've been kind of like talking to me in this kind of tone all throughout my life. So I guess, sadly, I was used to it. Um, It's not something, you know, anybody should get used to it, but it just was the reality of my life. And then my brother was like equally as cold and was like, you know, we're happy that this faggot is out of our house. And so it was It was definitely like not the warmest goodbye, you know, and then, you know, coming here, living my life for 15 years, having all the experience that I've had and coming to terms to love myself and accept myself. I was like, you know what guys, like, if you do that, if you learn, if you, if you find a way to break away from certain situations or patterns and you learn to build yourself up with your own you know kind of values and morals and take some from your parents that they gave you because they weren't all just bad nobody's just ever just bad you Mm -hmm. know my dad was so awesome and amazing man in so many ways for the fact that he was like he had so many shortcomings and so little opportunities given in his life at all
2: that's amazing that you can even see that because what I'm trying to it understand was, is that, you know, like sometimes you can be dealing with somebody, but it's like for you to be at the young age and saying when I say young age, that was 15 years ago now.
3: Yeah, that was 23 And for you to
2: even have the grace to man. even understand, like, how do you even wrap your head around to say, I forgive my father. Now, I'm not sure you haven't shared exactly what your father has said otherwise than wishing, you know, mm-hmm. well, that's huge. Which well, that's is death on pretty you. Yes. much the Absolutely. epitome um,
3: of, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that is. Um. yeah that is when you really think of the gravity when you wish
3: somebody like that it's like okay it's like because
2: that just leaves the umbrella of what all could mm, fall mm, underneath mm. when you get to that point and then you can say hey do you forgive your dad
3: I did I did I did wow. uh, even when I went back I mean I went you're you so know, brave. I went through therapy I went through I meditated on it I did yoga I I did things I found um not opportunities, I found, you know, um, outlets Mm. to release my pain, to, you know, to to build my character strong. What was, you know, the reason I was even ready to put that video out, I found myself in a place where I accept myself, I love myself, I'm free to talk about it and not point fingers and not paint a picture of my dad as being that horrible bad man. But just, you know, it's, the hardships and intricacies of families are like so complicated mm. and the levels of traumas and pain and hurt generation from generations and you know things are embedded in our DNAs it's so complicated and just to go and judge a person on its surface like oh yeah you beat him up and you were drunk but, but then you're like but why he did that and what was his reasoning and you know and then later on when I came back from States maybe like 7-8 years for the first time I saw my dad from a from a different perspective and from a different point of view and I saw him very sad and hurt and at that point we already lost my mom to cancer and he was so lost and broken and sad and I, I found compassion for him and for the first time probably, it must have been around 30 and I said you know I love you, I, I wow. wish you to have good rest of your you know, life, like you don't have to stress or worry about how I'm doing or how I'm feeling because I'm okay and I can, I can take care of myself. And, yeah.
2: Can I ask you a question that may be unnerving? Yeah. Did you ever have thoughts of wanting to kill your father?
3: Yeah, for most of my life, like for, not to kill him, but to wish him dead, to just wish him disappear or like just not be... Because it was too hard, like it was too painful for a kid, I think. Like, uh, I think as a grown-up, as you know, and maybe now as a healed grown-up, it's like easier to kind of talk about these things. Mm -hmm. But remembering just as a kid, you don't have those tools, you don't have the knowledge, you don't have, you don't know what to do. Like, it's so painful where the person that is closest to you is hurting you. And, um And you don't understand why and like, and you think it's your fault and then you're called stupid on top of it like all the time and worthless and it's just like it breaks your like spirit down a lot.
2: So if you grew up in this household, and I'm sure because your mother and the culture as far as culture stood by her husband and wanted to stand by you as her son, Mm -hmm. who had your back? How did you feel safe? (laughs) How did you even escape? How did you find your joy? God, amen. I
3: would say like God, and those like my little spirits. I always believe in angels. I always believed in. I believe that there like was something bigger and something greater out there. I didn't know what. Um, I just felt something else is out there that, you know, it kind of looks over everything, amen. all of us, and everything is just part of this journey. Something about that hope, you know, and like you know, I was bullied, and my mom was like so awesome. My mom was like such a wise woman, you know. She was was an educated woman, but she was like just wise for, I don't know where that came from. It was just, I guess, her gift being a mother. And she loved. She taught me that bullies and you know haters and people that try to hurt you in life are people that are hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. So from very early on, even I was I was really bullied kid in my village, as because my dad was like a village drunk, and you know we, I didn't come from a well-off family. So you know, with kids and with teenagers, constant you know bullying and how you dress and how you look and what family you're from, and so I've learned really early to kind of protect, to protect my goodness, mm. to be good to others despite everything that others do to you. And she was like so adamant about it. Like, you have to be kind, you have to be nice and you, you don't return bad for bad, you know? And and actually, you know, in growing up, when I was going through, like, you know, we always go through growth changes and we always try to better ourselves and stuff. And I was like going through like situation of, you know, I was, my life was changing, uh, things were unraveling, so, you know? And I was like, I've realized I developed as that kid, like a, a Robin Hood syndrome.
2: What do you mean by that?
3: Robin Hood syndrome is like, you want to like, constantly help others.
2: Oh, Captain, save everybody.
3: Yeah. But oftentimes to your default, like you're saving others. To your detriment. To your detriment, yeah. Well,
2: they say, don't set yourself on fire trying to keep other people more.
3: Yeah. And, uh, I realized you know, always like priding myself and like, you know, into goodness and being a good person and, you know, doing the right thing that sometimes um, trying to help others and like, and especially when you're not healed and wholesome person or when you're not in the place to help, I realize I'm giving out unsolicited advice. Catch it. That is not, uh, the person probably might not be ready to receive. It. And that can hurt so much and that can put a strain on a relationship. And I had to learn how to, you know, be that guy to, you know, spreading advice and spreading, like, you know, saying people what to do in certain situations if they didn't ask for it. And my mom would tell me, you know, don't help and give people advice if they don't ask for it. You don't have to. She was like, she knew, you know, I'm like a little dramatic and a little nosy and I like a little gossip. It was like, don't mind other people's business unless they invite you to.
2: Hey.
3: It's still something I'm learning, you know, to this day. Like, um, you know, it's still that village boy in me, you know, like, the gossip was the only exciting thing that was happening on daily basis in that world that nothing ever changes. It's like, decades but her words stick with me you know and um so yeah it's just you know i'm the kind of guy I like i try to take the good from people that i've learned from situations take it and really learn from it mm-hmm. and things that are not working for me either, and you know the, the the part is the tricky thing is and i think we every human being at least with some consciousness we know when we're doing the good things or we know when we're doing the bad things we feel it your body tells you, you're like, you get nervous or stressed out or like something when you feel it in a negative way. And I think we all have the, the um not only the power, but it's our job to try to take the, you know, the good choices for ourselves road. first and then for others.
2: I love what you said because you said the importance of protecting your peace mm-hmm. and realize, I think we had a conversation about that, about, you know, how are we going to allow things to affect us? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. that's just not surrounding yourselves in certain situations around mm-hmm. certain people or perhaps even just removing yourself from that. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to be what you choose to receive. Yeah. You can't seek love if you are not love.
3: Yes, exactly. And it's
2: interesting. I think sometimes we try to put an output um, expecting to receive something different. And we see it even in the food that we eat. Mm-hmm. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm you plant an apple seed, you will get an apple tree. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it will not be a blueberry bush. In mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: reference to that, I saw I saw the a yogi a video today actually. Was talking about that about the apple tree and the apples. And he said, when you take the seed, you you imagine what you're going to you, you imagine you're going to get apples. But the seed and the tree and the dirt and the water and the sun and the work that go into it Amen. Is, nothing but, is nothing like apples. Amen. Apples comes as a consequence to all of that you put in. He said, but you have a seed and you know that seed bears apples.
2: Hey, catch You got
3: to know and put in the work.
2: Hey. To and, well, hey, hey. Hey. And you know, I've never been one. I just, I keep prefacing this because I want to make it clear of when it's starting to reach me and to reach me now. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the word in the scripture and how it just affirms to affirm and I'm not crying because I'm sad. Mm-hmm. It's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if we could just catch it because all you have to, when you look at the apple seed and when you look at an apple tree, you can just see the, the, the difference of the size. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just like how you were saying you were that young village boy and you said you just held on to faith. You had a little mm-hmm. law and in the scripture is saying, hey, just have faith the size of a mustard seed. Just a little law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Faith without works is dead. Mm hmm. So why do we feel like it's going to be something different and then we get upset when it doesn't work out the way we imagined it? Mm-hmm. And it's right there and it says it. You can have whatever you want. Ask and you shall receive. Seek mm-hmm. and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. So the question is, what do you want? What is the seed that you're, you're putting in? We hear mm-hmm. about it in karma. What goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. We see it in fashion. Well, what out of style is back in style? We see it with life. Life begets life. Mm-hmm. Why don't you choose to okay. seek it? Why don't you choose to speak it? Why don't you choose to believe it? Like you said, why don't you choose to feel it? And you know what? We know the truth by the way that it feels. Mm. So, what you mean?
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Hey, what's up? It's Anthony Hamilton. It's my world, yeah, it's
2: Anonymous. And you're listening to mm-hmm. Vitamin D with own Day.
3: you know i was pro. i think i was pro- disappointed at people for so long and for so many years you know with like starting at home and then some teachers weren't supportive and bullies around that i reached out to spiritual world because i felt no man no woman can judge me or tell me who hey. to be what to do with my path with my journey um so that i reached elsewhere where it wasn't reachable like uh, you know when then the nobody none of the people could take it away from me so I always like it felt like you know what I have a secret I have, like I have a secret I have like a secret body I have a secret protection hey. and I don't, you know I don't care everything God will is be before fine me, who
2: will be against me stop playing with me go ahead
3: because the worst thing I felt like the worst thing of all that can happen I just you know die and stop living and go to a a better place <laughs> whatever next i met like next whatever. level of conscious like you know consciousness so i never felt like of uh, like i felt like i had this secret uh, shelter secret protection you know and it's it's that hope and that even if you like can hold it and can you're not you're not always sure it's there and you're not always believing it you know not every day was like you know like that but just that alone, just that act alone, that act of hope and hey. of, you know, that there's love outside of all of that, that will keep you safe on your journey, that alone was enough to propel you, you know, further and, and to look
2: at you continue
3: now. waking up every day, continue being soldier every day, continue soldiering on, going through hurdles of life and, you know, just be open to <laughs> whatever comes your way.
2: Mm-hmm. Open. vulnerability it's amazing it's just being open how just things flow that way right Mm. but everybody don't want to be open hey Mm. even when you talk about some of the most vicious quote unquote wounds you got to be open to heal Mm. but like you said with Mm. that due process when that air hits it's uncomfortable heck it even starts to irritate because it starts to itch because it's a process happening the skin is growing Mm -hmm. and just like that itch is uncomfortable like you said even with failure, when things don't work out as we imagine them to, there's still the growth. Mm -hmm. And either Mm -hmm. you learn some way to do something or not to do something, but you're going to get something.
3: Yeah. And a lot of successful people would say, you know, all my failures were part of my growth. Mm -hmm. So and they didn't allow failures to discourage them to continue doing what they're doing. And because only then you fail when you stop,
2: Hey, and you, you stop dead, doing Jay. what you
3: love when you stop living your best life you know um, yeah.
2: so what does that mean to live your best life
3: to live my best life you know it's to go to sleep at night and feel good about myself and about my humanity and about the fact that hopefully I didn't hurt anybody along the, the way on my day hopefully that I did some good things for I don't know environment, the people and that I wasn't an asshole and that then little you know goals and everything that is else that comes you know you just built on top of that.
2: Yeah.
3: But really trying to be a good person and face yourself in the because I gotta face myself in the end of the way. I can fake Ooh. and lie to you. I can <laughs> fake and lie on my social media uh, that I'm cuter than I really am in real life.
2: <laughs> Put a good filter you on there.
3: <laughs> like just all this bunch of things that are like just noise and you got in quietness and in peace. When with yourself, you gotta face that, mm, can and I, I wanna, say I wanna feel good about it, and say, you know what, uh, you did good, and I'm proud of you today. And today is another opportunity to, you know, do the same or even be better, mm-hmm. because the growth never stops. The uh, you know, there's no limit to how good or how great you can be.
2: No limits. And when yeah. you're saying that of just seeing yourself, you know, you've been staying with me a couple days now as you're visiting from New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting up and I'm meditating. And I'm on my third eye chakra. And a Mm. lot of that, what just came to me today, um, you know, I say that I invite sacred transformation Mm -hmm. and it's safe for me to see the truth. You know, I didn't know what I thought about the truth. At first I was thinking like the truth for me to see is like making sure that I'm aware of what God is trying to show me or, you know, the energies of the universe. I didn't think, It just didn't dawn on me Mm -hmm. that that meant to even see the truth in myself, Mm -hmm. to see who I am. Mm -hmm. And you and I had had a conversation. Oh, good conversation of just saying, hey, Dawn, sometimes you be like nitpicky, You ridiculing a bit. And I'm just like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And it was so uncomfortable for you to tell me that because, of course, I want to make sure that I'm inspiring and I'm motivating you to be all this, that and a bag of chips.
3: And then you don't feel attacked, like that you don't feel like your character is being attacked. Right, but here's the
2: thing, but when hurts. we talk about growth, mm-hmm. and if I say I got to show up because I've asked God for exceedingly and abundantly, mm-hmm. like I am showing up for everything that God promised me and I have to make sure that I operate in my best self mm-hmm. and a truthful self. A, a truthful self to me also says, when I, I I said this before in a previous episode, I say when it's sent from God, is a confirmation. Mm -hmm. when it's not sent from god there's frustration hesitation and confusion Mm -hmm. and when you're not able to see yourself there's frustration Mm -hmm. there's hesitation there's confusion so i need to see who i am because i need god to use me as an instrument to do what i need to do Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if i know that what the aspirations that i have for my life or what i want to do and -hmm. god is like yo let me use you because whatever you got Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put some dopeness on that.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
2: whatever you Why while you up here talking about your yachts, your private mm-hmm. chats to be on the covers of all these magazines, you know, the syndicated television show, radio show, digital, whatever. And it's like, yo, let me show up what God is gonna do. And then the thing that's so just the tricky part, let me just mm-hmm. add this mm-hmm. on there. God, Jesus, the story is so gangster. I wanna be clear. This is what I'm stepping into life for. Mm -hmm. I need it to be a confirmation of people that are stepping into my life, Mm -hmm. circumstances that are presenting themselves. I need the communication to be clear. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to be my friend and we're going to keep it platonic, whether we're going to be intimate, whether we're going to have a business relationship, you're going to have to be able to communicate. Could you imagine? Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying because I'm on a promise and a prayer with what I'm doing with my dreams and my life and how I've taken chances. Mm -hmm. So this is my, my staff that I lean on. And I'm just imagining, if my, my communication had been disrupted, your communication had been disrupted about what you thought was possible, what you thought that this protection was over you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be right here. Mm-hmm. So why would I expect, if I can see how the most important relationship has held me anchored to mm-hmm. my sanity, to my peace, to get up when I fell down, to turn a new page, mm-hmm. to make a breakthrough or to, to, to break over, to get through, is that it's clear So why would I accept anything less, whether it be a friendship or anybody intimate? If you can't communicate with me, then we don't have anything to talk about. And guess what? You talked about this earlier today or was it yesterday and you were talking about it is not just about what you say. Mm
4: -hmm. It's about
2: your actions. And I can hear what you say before you even open your mouth. And if it's mm-hmm. not clear, if I can't catch it, then, boo, I can't hold you. Mm-hmm. But what also what I was saying is just talking about how you're able to hold on that grips of faith and and to know things is that when we talk about an awesome storyteller, ooh, got it, mm. ooh, catch it, mm. we beg a storyteller, mm. is that I'm not going to say verbatim, as far as biblically speaking, the Bible, but it's one of the greatest stories ever told. We Mm -hmm. know the whole idea, Mm -hmm. a telephone, how it changes over. Now, we can get to the specifics about who said what, who did what, but when you think Mm -hmm. about it, God, Jesus, the energy is gangster. Mm -hmm. He told Lazarus, get up from the dead. He said, Moses, split the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. He was like, Mm -hmm. David, get Goliath. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how could you question anything else when it's history upon history when it's affirmed after it's affirmed? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important that, you know, like how you said, just get something to hold on to. Eat yep. the meat, spit out the bones. Stop getting caught up in the text and understand the message. You know, I think even with myself, it's, you know, it's interesting that we can sing songs in different languages and not know the words but still feel it.
3: Mm-hmm, for sure. For sure. Because music gives out vibrations and we feel those vibrations.
2: And what is a vibration? That's energy, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. And it's and- all energy.
2: And you think about all, it, just like life—the ups and downs, with up, uh, down. And, and I, the
3: love is one of the most powerful energies.
2: Love conquers all, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Even people that want to fear and it's hate a to.
3: high vibrating. It's a high. If you, there, there's a scale of energies of um, vibrations that we as humans are radiating, right? Mm. So their scales grow everywhere from you know zero to. I believe it's like a little over thousand of those millibars of the energy that we release when we speak or when we do something, right? So anger and hate and stress and anxiety, it's all lower on the scale. So Mm -hmm. it's a lower vibration. Love is the top of entire scale. So the more, you know, you're loving and you're accepting of love and you're giving and sharing Mm -hmm. and exchanging it, the more positive, like the higher vibrations you're giving out and the higher vibrations are kind of like universes. Bouncing back at you and I think that's like important just notion and guidance to have in life yeah it's like love be guided by love yes because everything every decision everything you're gonna make,
2: make based from,
3: from that it's gonna it's
2: gonna be' true. You know, be good
3: it's gonna be true yeah
2: it's gonna be clear yeah it's gonna be peaceful yeah it's not gonna bind you it's not gonna hold you it's not gonna stress it out because it's free it's yeah. open yeah. catch it yeah you gotta be love if you seek love, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your impromptu sit down. So before we get oh out gosh, of here,
3: my gosh, thank you. I just <laughs> gotta say, I I I don't know how much this you're gonna cut cut out and stuff. You're gonna you're gonna probably edit stuff. I hope so. <laughs> my entrance was like disastrous. No, I just excited. Like, hey, I was so nervous. wait a so minute! Nervous. I'm going to have to stop you right I now didn't know on what's the happening. Vitamin D
2: with Dawn Day podcast. We speak life.
3: No, let me so just say what you're saying. I was thrown in and I didn't know what's going on. Am I being recorded from cameras? There's cameras in my face. <laughs> there's light in my face. There's microphones here. There's everything you see, like full on, beautiful, huge studios with everything you can imagine, all the electronics. So I was put on a chair like to say hi and hang out. And just started questioning me. So I was like, I was froze. I just froze. I got so nervous. Uh, but you kind of win me in by just like ignoring the fact that I'm frozen. I was like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. I'm going to ask you, you know, and you started... Interviewing me and I kind of just open up towards. Cause the you said yes and. No, I'm like fully open.
2: You ain't saying no. You say yes <laughs> and. You're like I'm just gonna do the dang old thing. You showed up. Yes. Imagine how many people can and just you show you up. Just keep going. Thank you, cause you were here at the beginning, Marianne. You when vitamin D. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. were there. Yeah. You were at the studio when I came to California. One of the main things that would it really got me to be like, ooh let's come out here. Is because accelerated radio. It was the first Mm -hmm. online station that I saw that emulated an actual radio station. And living in New York, I was a small Mm -hmm. fish in an ocean. Not even a small fish in a pond. I was in an ocean. Mm -hmm. And I had to go where the opportunity was. And that's when I had my online station. You came to visit it. You showed up there. Yes. And look at us now.
3: (laughs) And I'm not surprised because uh, as your friend, I I always believed in you. I always saw talent in you. I felt it. I see it. I experienced it. So I was like, if anybody's going to do something on radio or TV or in media, that's going to be Dawn. At least it's my sphere of universe, of all the people and, you know, situations around me. I was like, Dawn is the one. Uh, And I still do. I mean, you got a talent and your talent is going to take you as far as you're allowing it to. And I hope it goes far, as far as you want to.
2: We go because we got to be on the yes. Yep. We go travel the world. Yo, dreams don't work unless you do. You Mm -hmm. know, actually, you know, this morning I was in the bed and I got, I was, I was so emotional because I was thinking I was excited about you coming. Mm -hmm. And just like how you were talking about the story of the yogi, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the idea of the tree and this apple seed Mm -hmm. and this process, it can drain you because it's like. It's hard you're constantly keep going. You don't know if it's hitting you're putting stuff out there You're constantly putting yourself out there mm-hmm. the people that you automatically think that you may get support from you're, you're not or whatever mm-hmm. that looks like But like you said That Sun that rain mm-hmm. Everything's happening on the ground and I guess I got overwhelmed with the emotions mm-hmm. Because I remember when you came to the other studio And I said my god I'm in Sherpin Oaks right now. It actually motivated me to get up because I was like, I was not in the funk, but I was like, uh, mm-hmm. do I want to feel like getting up to meditate? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, am I going to go go on my walk or whatever? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But well,
2: it was that moment to be like, dog, you doing all right, sis?
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I think sometimes we got to tell ourselves like, you're doing all right, sis. You Brother? have to, yeah.
3: You have to encourage and pat yourself on the back, and, and
2: surround yourself with yeah. people that speak life. Like yeah. that is so important to me. I'm not relying on you, but yeah. I got to just to make sure, just like the sunshine, mm-hmm. that you're not not avoiding the shine on me. Mm-hmm. What do exactly. I mean by yeah. that? Just speaking whatever that light and that life is, because yeah. I'm gonna bounce it back. And if we get together, mm-hmm. we just gonna shine together exactly so I want to thank you thank you for your patience thank you for your peace thank you Mm -hmm. for speaking life on me thank you for making room for me likewise
3: we're doing it for each other I feel like you know that I love you I do I'm
2: crazy I'm crazy as hell but I love you
3: (laughs) yes and I love you too
2: okay so listen
3: and yeah
2: what you about to say no I forgot like my train of (laughs) 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 thought I was like me okay so this is the Vita chest Mm mm-hmm this is my little baby. I got some um, words mm. and stuff in here, and, and you know that's
3: what I wanted to say. I think because happens? you you've got over overwhelmed emotional overwhelmed whatever, uh, and um, you know life and surroundings is overwhelming, mm. uh, and it's okay to allow ourselves to feel to feel the hardship of it, and feel your hardship, hardship, like soldiering on, waking up, motivating yourself because everything that's going in the world is you know subconsciously it's affecting us you know things we see things we read things we hear things that are happening around that we see with our own eyes and so it's okay to allow ourselves to have a bad day to have a bad moment to moment. you know yeah and just be with it and then but then find the courage and the strength to you know to push through because you know after the, the rain comes the sunshine hey, and comes it's the really rain. what it is at the end of the day <laughs> it's just as simple why complicated you know um
2: God, let me see if my eyes are all black and stuff I'm listening you know I always as I always there's this quote I've been saying recently I asked God to grow when it started raining mm. Mm, just yes. like you said he uses his yes. all I didn't tell Jeremiah to have it ready but there's a quote with even um uh, major he's a recording artist Jeremiah just said he got it ready. Take a listen. Put these headphones on. Oh, okay. Take a listen to what this brother said. You know, there's this quote. It says, "I asked God to grow, and it started raining."
0: Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he uses it all. Nothing is wasted when we're dealing with destiny. When we're dealing with purpose, God divinely uses it all. The sunshine and the rain, mm-hmm. the storm and the the bliss, all of it is for our good and it always ends good. It always ends good. Mm. Yes.
2: Hey, count it all joy. Hey, catch it.
3: So true, for sure.
2: We're growing.
3: We're growing, yes. We're glowing. <laughs> We don't have other choice but to go on and hey. go up. Hey. Yep.
2: You know, you think about anything that grows from the ground, I don't think it ever looks up, looks around and say, oh, I don't know where to grow. It just goes up mm-hmm. towards the light. Woo! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catch it! Preach. Preach. Hey! Hey! All right, so let's go back. So this is the divided chest. In divided chest, there are some words in here. Okay. I don't even, it, it may reply to you, it may not. It okay. can be like, Run. Yeah, and you you can say something like, you know, when I think of running, I think about how I gotta run after my dreams, Mm -hmm. or I don't believe in running for a situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know, just Mm -hmm. something inspiring. Some
3: association on that, yeah, right. Just to make
2: somebody feel good. First thing to come to mind. Or
3: something like inspiring. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Open up.
3: I love that little music sound in the back.
2: Little touch, okay. Got it.
3: You got a word? Oh, it's a good one. Dreams don't work unless you do. Mm. And just looking at, on, in my reflecting with my own life, it's true. You know, the the dreams that I dream about, and if I do work for them, they're just dreams just stay there in the ether somewhere Uh, still ready for grabs but they're there until I'm ready to put in work and sacrifice and you know whatever goes into it to catch that dream Um, and I think yeah working for your dream is should be your motivation every day and should be your reason to you know wake up and be alive and you know have that great human experience here yeah Without work, you don't, you know, get it. Hey. <laughs> it's that simple.
2: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> yeah. One, two,
3: <laughs> yeah, three. Okay. No matter in what, you know, circumstance you're born, no matter what class you come from, you know, even people that haven't given all materialistically have to work for their dreams, their true dreams and their true purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know... Um, often like real dreams and things that will make us happy and uh their extension of like our humanity and who we are is the ones that we work for amen and that we input our we put some of ourselves and our heart and our you know soul into it nothing just comes free and easy
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
3: Yeah.
2: so you look around at your life and you say well Am I where I want to be? I freaking be? hustle
3: my ass off. You got
2: to say, what do you <laughs> I want?
3: hustle my ass off.
2: You look at your life and what do you see? Um, That's what you want.
3: Yeah. And I'm, for that, I'm thankful for my parents to raise me as a hardworking man. Mm-hmm. That not to be ashamed of hard work, not to be ashamed of any work. If that propels you to where you want to go or where you want to be, do it. That's and right. that brought, I'm, I'm here because of that. Because, you know, coming to America alone with no money, like was no joke. So I've been in situations, you, you know, did when, that, boo. yeah, you did that's that. A whole, that's a whole nother video. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Well, thank you for sharing. Um. Thank you for your words of encouragement and inspiration. You're very welcome. Um. Thank you for showing what's possible. From the adversities of your your childhood to saying, "I'm about to move to another country." Mm-hmm. I, listen, I ain't say another state. I ain't say another city, I ain't say another county. This brother moved from another country and said, I'm possible. And and that's my story.
3: And just remember, we all have our story. Right. We all have our hardships, we all have our pains, our obstacles, challenges that we go through life. Uh, So I don't, you know, I'm very humbled by how you describe me and thank me. And I thank you for that. (laughs) But I'm just the... Uh,
2: hey, okay. I'm a, part a regular... Of me if I part I'm, I'm having a human
3: experience. Hey, hey, so I am no better or I worse say
2: this? than anybody I have else. I to say this. And I'm not trying to be rude, but this is that Arian Dawn coming out. I'm all about a component of speaking life. And I'm mm-hmm. going to edify you. And what mm-hmm. I don't want you to do and I don't like mm-hmm. is for me to shine light on you or rain down on you blessings and affirmation and you put up an umbrella so if right now i think you're the most amazing person in this world can you allow me to say that because from my view and what i see and what i heard and how you touched me and how you impacted me you could be that for me and And for you to take that away from me that's not fair because all i am is giving you no because
3: you also did that for me and i thank you for that as well
2: and i'm not going to take away from it. i'm going to say yeah i'm dope i'm dope like that that's how yo that's how my reflection of my friends be Anybody that deal with me, I'm going to have you thinking that you can do, be, and achieve anything you want out of life.
3: I'm just going to humbly accept it and inside of me, I'm like, yes, she did that. I love it. But, you know, I... Hey, I, we
2: I, don't I, even have to speak on I'm it. I'm not
3: arrogant, hey, so I'm just going to leave it out there.
2: Listen, it's not about being arrogant. It's just about walking in your authority. That's, like Jesus, yeah. God, he ain't be like, oh, no, I'm not this. You think no. the kings and queens out there be like, like you think jay z I'm talking on? Oh, don't worry about me. I'm not Jay-Z. No, you put in that work. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean just a career aspect. I'm talking about what you invested spiritually, mentally, and physically. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. overcome some things that people couldn't even see out of. You are Mm -hmm. what they say when even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What? What kind of shadow, what kind of darkness were you in and you still were able to see the light? Mm-hmm. Stop playing with me. I don't care what it was. Your truth is your truth. Mm-hmm. And because it may seem not seem the severity of somebody else doesn't make it less important. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. If you ask I receive me. it. I receive it. Amen. And I receive Amen. you. And thank you. Thank you. Now, thank I'm you. sure somebody was like, yo, who is this brother on Dawn Day's podcast? how do right. i follow him where is he at where can we follow you on social media
3: well right now you can follow me on um instagram as marian lower dash
2: can you spell that out for us uh,
3: m-a-r-j-a-n underscore, da- underscore p-u-n-g-a-r-t-n-i-k uh, i devote most of my social media to my travels and my experiences but if you take a closer look and if you really pay attention to it, uh, as far as it shows my life and my experiences, it actually talks about things that I learn along the way, people that I meet, foods that I eat or places that I travel to kind of, I want to expose the world, to show the world and to to bring it closer to, bring it close to, bring it to homes of people that are, don't have that opportunity and that chance to go and they can learn some, like they can see people and humanity for what it is and how we're like all no matter how we're different how we're alike at the same time how we're all sharing human experience and it's so beautiful and just inspire. like not like in i mean i'll try to be inspiring i'm not intentionally doing things to inspire others i just try to be me and have you know actions of a, of a decent man but to to inspire you to believe in yourself, to live your dream, to go and do things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. That might not be traveling or seeing, you know, learning about cultures and people, but it might be something else. But the mess, you know, I leave a page usually with something meaningful. Or at least I try and I hope that it is, you know. That's, that's what why said, I got like, you
2: oh, on the
3: podcast. Then probably I can do it too. Hey, Amen. Catch yeah.
2: it. That's yeah. why we gotta be vulnerable. And that's why we gotta be able to share our story. And that's why I need you to tell everybody about the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. Listen, you can catch it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So if you felt yes. something from this, tell a friend to tell their friend to tell a friend to check out Vitamin D with Dawn Day.
3: For a daily dose of inspiration.
2: That's right. Yes. Because we live in life on purpose and forward purpose.
3: And we all leave a little pickup in the morning, you know, when the email cl- like clings <laughs> and it comes a message and you're like, you're... Strug- struggling with waking up and getting starting your day and you see the dawn day message like hey and so often you know what happens you say I reply to you all the time because it speaks to me in that moment Amen and it's so important it's such a gift you know to receive that Amen. it's a reminder it's a gently reminder to you know s- set you up for to have a good day you know and Amen. to be reminded of whatever you're talking about at any given time
2: Thank you He's yeah. talking about The quick doses
3: Yes The yes. quick doses Today's them.
2: dose of vitamin love D them. Is dedicated to Check out the podcast You see the one minute Two minute Three minute Those are the quick yes. doses And listen If you go ahead And send us an email Vitamin D At Dawn Day Speaks Jeremiah will add you To the email blast And then you can get Your doses of vitamin D Right in your email box You're going to be like Mariana Be like Ding! I feel inspired <laughs> Yeah Yes exactly So if I can bless on you Go ahead and send me an email And if you send an email too You might have an advice letter Or you may want to be a guest on the show Hit us up We can make it happen You know what I'm saying And then also I want to let you know that we've launched our social media for the show yay Yay! vitamin D dawn day all one word vitamin D dawn day that's where you're going to catch out some clips from the interviews heck you might even catch out Marianne on there now him and I talking Um, also you're going to get uh, some words of inspiration um, highlights uh, from segments just things from the show all things vitamin D dawn day so that's Instagram Twitter Facebook and YouTube yes okay so I appreciate you If you can support my dream Yeah And outside Absolutely. of
3: that
2: Make sure you follow me On my personal social media It's at Dawn Day Speaks Everywhere Okay So you get some vitamin D After
0: you get some vitamin D You know what I'm
2: saying <laughs> um, I appreciate that It means the world to me And I want to thank you for For being on this journey Of my dreams I plan to be here a long time I'm going to make history I've been telling people And I know it sounds crazy And that's what I know And they say You gotta be out of your mind For your dreams Do you know I sit here And I tell people I'm gonna be bigger than Oprah I recently got my business To get established here Because it was registered in Michigan I was like Okay we need to do it to California So I can get this money this way And he was like You know talking about the business And I said I said yes I have high expectations I looked at him I said I'm gonna be bigger than Oprah I met this gentleman I was at the Brass Monkey You know you know Shelly had left out of town And this girl was like Oh my gosh you like a celebrity And this other girl was like Yeah are you a celebrity Where have you seen you <laughs> And I said Well I'm on my way I said yes. I'm gonna be bigger than Oprah And I said get this You gonna tell them That you met me at the Brass Monkey You gotta speak over your life You gotta yes. speak exceedingly And abundantly Things far more than What you can imagine about Because just like Marianne said It can be possible You can attract And if you don't believe me Just watch, because I'm coming. And you know, like I say, I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't gonna forget about mine. So until next time, I want you to always remember that you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me
4: and get excited about your life. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History
0: Dot .com slash compatibility.